Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, September the 27th. Our reading this morning comes by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 12, verses 13 through 21. St. Luke, chapter 12, verses 13 through 21. And it is a familiar incident, one that we can certainly uh, relate to, if not by our experience, and hopefully we can't. But we know people who have been involved in these kinds of things, and we see it on television, etc. There was a movie uh, several years ago called Wall Street, starring Michael Douglas and Charlie Sheehan. And it was about uh, people on Wall Street and so on, obviously. And um, the line that most people remember from that movie is uh, Gecko, who Michael Douglas plays. He is a uh, Wall Street tycoon. And uh, for him, Money Never Sleeps, which was the follow-up to this movie. Uh, He famously or infamously says, Greed is good. Greed is good. And uh, that seemed to be a theme, certainly of the 1980s, when so much money on Wall Street was being made in legal and illegal ways, as we know, if we can remember back to the 1980s, the various uh, Wall Street scandals that took place. And uh, there's a program on television that appears on one of the cable stations called American Greed, in which it's stories about people who um, go wrong and end up facing the law and the tremendous damage that greed causes. Well, in this particular episode from the Gospel of St. Luke, uh, someone in the crowd says to Jesus, teacher, tell my brother to give me my share of our inheritance. Now, that's something that, uh, again, is familiar. Uh, Many people, after a loved one has died, a parent or someone, the relatives now become the issue. Who's going to get what and how much? And that can cause a great deal of division, tension, strife, within a family. Uh, Maybe we know families that have been torn apart over the question of inheritance and the bitterness and resentment that lingers. And for some families, uh, it never stops. They go to their grave with that bitterness and that anger over, I didn't get my fair share, whatever fair share means. Uh, An inheritance is something that you didn't necessarily and probably didn't work for, but something that the dead person left to you, not as an opportunity or an unfortunate situation for division, but so that they could leave you something to make your life better. But what happens? Well, sin enters, greed enters, and families become divided. So you get the inheritance you think that you have, 
coming to you, but what happens? You've lost a brother, a sister, a close relative, and the family itself can be split over these kinds of things. And we know that that takes place. That's the, that's the dark side of greed. Greed. Greed is, and again, greed is not simply limited to money. Greed is the inordinate, the, the extreme desire. It could be for prestige, honor, recognition, any of those kinds of things. Greed is to desire something in an exaggerated way. It becomes an obsession. Uh, we often associate it with money or possessions, material things, but it can also be things like status and all of those things that uh, awards, those things that go around that. And uh, Jesus says to the person, he says, friend, who has set me up as your judge or arbiter? In other words, Jesus is saying, I'm not getting involved in this. Uh, this is not why I came. I didn't come to settle disputes over things, over family squabbles about who gets what. And Jesus, contrary to uh, the movie Wall Street, Jesus says, avoid greed in all its forms. See, it's not just material, in all its forms. A man may be wealthy, but his possessions do not guarantee him life. And Jesus is talking about life in the world here and in the life of the world to come, which is the more important of the two. So one can be wealthy, but it doesn't guarantee you happiness. It doesn't guarantee you contentment. You may have gotten what you think was your fair share, but the family gatherings are not the same. In fact, they may, they may have ceased and stopped. Well, that's a great loss. It's a loss beyond dollars and cents. And certainly, if our greed is so great for material things or for honors or what have you, that we lose sight of the most important thing is to hunger and thirst for the presence of Almighty God then we have lost eternity. We've lost eternity. And to drive home the point, Jesus tells them a parable. He says, there's a rich man who had a good harvest. And so he says to himself, gee, what shall I do? In other words, I have all this great money and wealth and harvest and everything turned out really well. It was a good year. In the fields, we might say a good year in the stock market. I know what I'll do. He says, I'll pull down my grain barns and I'll build larger ones. Then all my grain and all my goods will go there. But that's not enough. He says to himself, I'll say to myself, you have blessings in reserve for years to come. So relax, eat heartily, drink well, enjoy yourself. Eat, drink, and be merry. You have this tremendous surplus, 
and you can live off the interest for years to come. You can, you can enjoy what some people believe is the good life. But God says to him, you fool, this very night your life shall be required of you. In other words, you're going to die. To whom will all this piled up wealth of yours go, Jesus asked. That is the way it works with the man who grows rich for himself instead of growing rich in the sight of God. And that's the question that we have to ask throughout our life. Today, at the end of the day, not what is my 401k or have I stashed some cash, but have I grown rich in God? Have I added to the quality of my relationship with Almighty God? Because all of these other things, someone will either inherit it, it can be lost, it can be stolen, I can misplace it, I can make bad investments, whatever. We know that for many people back in the early uh, part of uh, this century, 21st century, many people experienced that downturn in there during the years 2008, 2009, and even into 2010, when the 401k became a 101, and many people lost a great deal of money. Uh, can easily be lost. But the greater thing is to lose your soul. What, what, what do you exchange for that? I mean, things here on earth are temporal. They're fleeting. They perish. But what endures is our soul and our relationship with God. So Jesus is inviting us to Take account of our balance sheet. Not the balance sheet of what passes and goes, what comes and may be spent or lost, but what endures for eternity. Take the long view, not the short-term view. Have I, this day, grown rich in the sight of God? That's the most important thing. At the end of each day, we don't look at the debits and credits of this life. You say, well, does that mean I'm supposed to live irresponsibibly? Of course not. Of course not. No one's saying be a, be a uh, uh, just squander, and therefore you can't take care of yourself or help others or contribute to charities or do good works. No to be prudent. But you don't become greedy. You don't become lustful and measure yourself by what you have. Because you see, if you are what you have and all, your ha all you have is taken away from you or you lose it, what then are you? Nothing? My goodness. So your worth is in what you own? That's, 
that causes a great deal of anxiety and uncertainty. But if it's in your being, you are a being made in the image and likeness of God that's infinite and eternal. You don't buy it. It was granted to you by the God who is rich in mercy. It comes to you free. God expects us to grow rich in that grateful and loving relationship with the God who first loved us. So let us this day not grow rich in things that pass away or understand our worth and value in those terms. But let us ask ourselves at the end of this day and every day the Lord grants, have I grown rich in the sight of Almighty God? God bless you.